player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. This is, again, season two, which I forgot to say at the start of the last episode. Whatever that means. Uh, I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. And today's episode, we have got so much to catch up on. We, it has been a little while since we last podcasted. We're sorry. And, but- like, actually together. Actually, this is the second episode we're doing together in person, as opposed to over some form of online service. Um, makes it a lot more fun. It also means I can tell when you're pausing, <laughs> as opposed to just the video. Using the, or they're using that little hand feature. Yeah, I don't need Joe and I were using that, and, like, and then we actually, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So now I can just put my hand up in real life, and you, you can, can see me right You don't here. even need to. You just start talk, talk over people. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that makes for a good podcast. It makes for a great podcast. <laughs> Normally I'd have a, a, a full agenda, but there's so much we want to talk about. We're just going to go in free form yep. and see how we go and whether we hit everything. I'm going to go with a life announcement to start with. King's Comics, for those of us that live in Sydney, is reopening. Uh, oh, I forgot the date all of a sudden. It's next week. Soon. Yeah. It might, they, might be open now. They moved. No, they're not open yet. They no, moved no, when from their original location, this. right? So they got their original location. The building was being torn down. They'd been there for 20 years. Uh-huh. They'd moved from another block just up the road the when basement. I was a kid. Remember the, the basement? basement? That's the one. Yep. That's when where I, when we, I used, when we I used, used, to, I used to work for Star, uh, Star Wars Fan Club or volunteer for them. And we used to do like some meets down there. And I remember events, right in front of the store. Right in front of the store. Yeah. I, I, was... I remember because I remember walking past and thinking nerds. Uh... <laughs> we were big nerds and we still are. Very proud of it. Thank you very much. No, I love that you're a big nerd. But I just remember walking past and thinking you guys wouldn't let me in your fancy club and I walked away. Oh, we wouldn't let anyone in, John. But anyway. It seemed a bit elitist to me. Anyway. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was lovely, but you know, I was just impressionable. Oh. Um, but yeah, they're reopening. They're on Clarence Street now. And it's a bigger store. It is a huge store. They must make a mint. They must do really well. Because mm. yeah, their prices aren't exactly cheap. I had a standing order with them for 20 years. Wow. And then you shut it down one day. Yeah, then one day I was... When I moved to my, um, my apartment Do in they Ryan, acknowledge that? That, that you had a standing order for 20 years? No, I was just like, okay, sure. See, I'm sorry to go on a tangent here. I recently <coughs> closed my Commonwealth bank account and I had that as a dolomite. Were you guys mm, ever wow. dolomites? I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still with Commonwealth, but yes, so I, I had, was there was, there was like a, I thought that meant something. I thought I'd get a badge, there'd be an achievement, there'd be something, right? Yeah. And I, I rang them and I'm like, hey guys, like because not enough money was going into that bank account anymore. Yeah. So they started charging me $4 a month. Oh, exactly. I was like, can you guys stop for doing that? Like, how long would you like us to stop that for? I'm like, well, forever. Like, no other banks do it. And they're like... Well, you, you have to have a reason. I'm like, no other banks do it. I don't want to pay yeah, the yeah. money. Yeah. That's then, my reason. And then they were just like, and, and they said, well, look, we can do it for two months. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know when I'm going to have that amount of money. I just want to yeah, keep the bank account. Good enough. <laughs> and, but I like, I get what they were, they were, where they were coming from, but I was like, and I just said, but I was a dolomite. <laughs> and the guy was just on the phone, like didn't know what I was talking oh, about. That's and it crazy. devastated me. And then that's I was just hard. like, just close the account. It, it broke my heart. But they, were, I, they bought my loyalty somewhere yeah. when I was very young. Not that guy on the phone. He, he, he no, didn't have that, loyalty. That, that's no. the end. Of, I just wanted to Can explain. I say though, when Phantom Zone closed down, they very yeah. much uh, appreciated my loyalty for years of standing orders and whatnot as well. And they were, yeah, I, got, I, I, I think I wrote an article on the website actually oh, really? uh, back in the day about oh, how sad I was to yeah. farewell them. And they were awesome. They were good guys. And they tried online and it just didn't work out. It's I like the sad. guys at Kings, but I go, no, I don't talk to them. So, yeah, they, I was clearly just another number. Mm. I, in fact, what was I standing on a 904, I think? That's a low number. Yeah, what's well, a thousand? Yeah. Oh, well. yeah. But no, it is exciting to have another nerd shop opening up. Well, I walked past it on my way from work to the bus, 
and it's been sealed but I've known the number because they revealed where the number was going to be months ago before it was properly open and it had been white paper covered for for ages but you could see the Hulk just over the top of it there's this massive statue of the Hulk that's probably but, three but times I've my size but I've been in that store before they were open no 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 so the store that there were two stores that they moved to after they moved from Pitt Street yeah Pitt Street yeah um, it's near the Apple store yeah it is so th- there was one um, on George Street near the Apple store um, it was a temporary location they closed that one but and that moved. was awesome it was but you could see it was temporary it was never meant to be like right. they hadn't jazzed it up or anything then they went across the road and up into the Dimmick's building apparently there's retail above the the Dimmick's I store. never went into that King's I, I never was, saw it so I went and saw it twice and it was a tiny 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 store it was like you know you could, couldn't even swing a cat in there <laughs> what's up to swing in the cat again we've spoken about this on the podcast yeah. before anyway go on so it was, <laughs> that was meant to be very temporary because they'll get in the place in Clarence Street that was being done up um, but if you see it, yeah, so Giant Hulk in the front, the walls are painted with um, Marvel and DC characters all the way through. But from the bit I can see, because it's quite dark, it's two levels now, and it looks sort of like a cross between modern and Victorian steampunk sort of aesthetic all the way through. So yeah, right. can't wait to Which see what it's the like. building as well. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, very cool. That's very exciting. So that's my public service announcement for life. We were talking about comics a few moments ago, and I was mentioning that um, Ryan Reynolds' pitch for Deadpool was that Deadpool kills the Fox universe. Oh, it's such a great idea. Which is an amazing idea. Brilliant. Because what, Fox and Disney are one together, one now, right? Yeah. So they'd absolutely have the rights to do something well, like Well, Disney this. just ate Fox. And they did, yeah. they did. Let's be honest. They galactus it. But yeah, yeah, it like... And honestly, after the last few um, X-Men movies, everyone would love to see all those characters oh, meet their end. Like, I'm sure that <laughs> Halle Berry, who's meant to be really, really cool with this kind of stuff, would happily just jump in as Storm again. And like get variations of Storm, like just different. Uh, do you know yes. what I mean? Like get like travels through time, killing them all, just to yeah, make sure. Yeah, they're absolutely. Dead. <laughs> and I, 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 for sure, Deadpool is going to kill Deadpool, Deadpool. From, yes. from Wolverine Origins, right? Absolutely. He'll he'll be at the end of the elevator when he comes out at the top and just take. Wait, him so off. he's yeah. already killed him, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, in the end credits of either Deadpool one or two, he did. Yeah, he you're him. right. He has oh, already yeah, killed yes. him. Kill him again. Oh, so yeah, he's, already, he's already started the process. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. The Merc with the mouth. They sew up his mouth. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, just wrong. So wrong. Um, but that would be incredible. That would be incredible. And it's a good way to introduce him. I think that if they ever do bring Deadpool into... Like, Marvel isn't 100% serious. It's light. But he's on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. He's also in a different, like... And it's he's, he's a little bit R. Whereas, yeah. well, he's very R, actually. Yeah. And... and yeah. They could bring him in the Doctor Strange movie though, the new one, the, the multi what's it called? Multiverse, Multiverse of oh, yes. totally have I, I am, background. I am oh. hoping beyond hope that Toby Maguire makes a cameo in this as Spider Man oh, And Andrew Garfield. Like that would be great. Just the, do more. Yeah. Oh please. Just, I just want to see Toby Maguire as Spider Man again. The best Spider Man ever. Come at me. Um, well, which which version? You want the like Spider Man three? No, Spider Man three. No, no one wants not that. that one, not that one. I'm not that crazy. Now Spider Man two. Like well, even Spider Man three, why not? Just wait whatever. who owns Spider Man? It's still Sony. Yeah, but it's within the Marvel universe again now. Um, what's his name? Tom Holland, like it is. Supposedly they, called them up and was like, you've got to do this. What, what's going on when they lost them again? But they would have to, they would still have to negotiate with Sony to get that happening. Yeah, but that's like, that's huge. Get, oh, the, get some of that Disney money. Even if they made, Marvel made zero dollars, which is impossible. But if they made zero dollars from Spider-Man, they still should do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just because... I don't it think it's that they make zero dollars. I think it's just how much they'd have to pay Sony to do it. Yeah. And share the, and share yeah. the money. Yeah. But... I mean, I, I get that they're a business, but even then, you just can't do Marvel without Spider-Man. Like, absolutely, just, oh, I agree. 
I'm just saying if they break even, like yeah. in some way they break even, right? Because yeah. some people just love Spider-Man and don't love any more Marvel. They yep. just yeah. want Spider-Man yeah. and their kids are just going to go and see it. If Spider-Man isn't in this, I don't care. Yep. I don't care about the Hulk. I don't care about Doctor Strange. don't care about that dude with the diamond in his head. Paul Bettany. Vision. Vision. <laughs> Paul Bettany. That's the character's <laughs> well, name. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany is a fantastic actor. He is, but I, uh, what's that? Knight's Tale. Genius. Actually, it's, it's WandaVision yeah. that's going to bring us into Doctor Strange and the so uh, Vision, multiverse of madness. Vision's coming back. <sighs> Who knows? Well, well, I mean, well, you can't call it WandaVision. There's a TV show with him okay, in it. He's yeah. in it, but as to whether he's alive or not is the big question, isn't it? Yeah, right. Actually, while we're still on the topic of comics, I'm going to bring us back into games. I watched today the 25-minute Avengers... War table or table? Sure. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, making of sort of thing. Well, or behind the of, scenes. It's, or... it's their fan um, fest reach out yep. video talking about the game. Now, I was on the fence about this game. I'm now starting to head back towards, I think I need to own this game. Nice. It's looking good. Um, a lot of, like the whole idea of playing as just one character at any one point in time and like, you know, it's a team game. What the hell? Um, actually looks really good because all the characters are interacting in the background. You hear them talking. So you're not playing as an Avenger? No, you are. But so, you're not an Avenger. Like, you're not Thor? No, you are. Oh. I, I'm glad you brought up Thor because the one they showed today was a level um, which was a Thor-centric level. It was called um, Once an Avenger. And it was the Avengers coming back together after five years after they'd been broken apart because of the big event that happens in the game. And it was Is this take place? Thor's combos. In, is it a comic thing? Is it a movie thing? Is it? It's neither. It's, it's a game. universe all of its own. They've the redesigned the characters like yeah. slightly to you know. And the the, act, to the actors aren't like we don't. This Robert no. Downey Jr. is not in no this game, because they're okay. they're not those characters. Yeah. But I re- sorry, I yeah. reckon you would have seen at the E3 where they had um, Nolan North, Troy yeah. Baker, um, oh what's her name, who does everything now as well, Oh, Jennifer. Hale? No, Hale. Oh, the one. Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think she, she was one of them as well. I, I might be wrong. So their voices are they? But they're, they're, it's the, yeah. They're the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. So um, who, who's Nolan North then? I think oh, it's Captain Christian. America. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think so. And Troy's probably... Don't look this up. You keep on talking. Doesn't matter. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean... They're people. people. But um, it looks good because they're showing... Well, what I like, you can unlock different looks for them and it gives them power-ups as well so you might have an armor that looks like it's from like an iron armor that looks like from the 60s or thor might be wearing his dr donald blake outfit and you'll be fighting in that so there's a lot of customization and yeah it does there's still a lot of interactivity with the other avengers when you're not playing when you're playing single player but you can also play a thing called war zones where you go in with four avengers you control one and either the other three are controlled by friends or party members. So it is co-op. So there's a co-op mode. It's like well. a destiny oh, kind there's, of there's vibe co-op, there's to co-op, it as well. There's like the thing called war zones, which seems to be like battle modes that you play. And then there's the single player storyline and you can approach them in different directions. So I don't think you have to do them in a certain order. I'm, I will play, I don't, it doesn't matter what the licensing is. I'll play any amazing four player co-op game. Well, let's try it. Cause I think it actually looks like something we'd have fun with. Cool. Yeah, I'll be yeah. playing that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you, can, you can't be... When you're playing together, you, you're restricted to one version of each character, correct? Like you can't, We can't all be Iron Man, for example. From um, what I can tell, I don't think you can. But then, like that Warzones thing, if you're going with four Avengers and you're playing by yourself, you can pick the way you've decked out your Avengers and have them join yep. and level up in the, the game. It's funny. Well. Like Square Enix is an odd choice for this game, but it's... Like, it's, it's clearly there's some RPG elements. Yeah, And totally. in a world now, you know, with your Call of Duties and stuff like that, you know, it 
I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how much longevity they're able to pull out of this game. Yeah. And I mean, they could very easily just switch on a mode that's just called, you know, I am Iron Man. Yeah. And you, everyone's just Iron Man. Like, everybody's Iron Man. Yeah, well, the enemies are was, Iron Man. What was that, yeah. Iron Man 3 at the end of it, where it was all the different all the armors, yeah. Iron Man armors? Well, it, this is the thing. that the, What they showed in the video today was some of the different Iron Man armors you get, and they'll reference what comic they pulled it from, what game they pulled it from, what movie. Um, so it looks, yeah. Who, who made the Spider-Man game? Was Insomniac? Insomniac. Yeah. It would have been nice There's if Crystal Dynamics sort of stepped in, but is this Crystal Dynamics? Yeah, it's Crystal Dynamics. So this is... Crystal Dynamics is the old studio. Are they the Tomb Raider people? I think mm-hmm. they Yeah, they were. Yeah, they are. Sorry. Yes, they are. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let, cool. Let's let's keep on going on this circle. So speaking of Spider Man, what a journey that was with this with the PlayStation oh, latest nice event. Into that. Love it. Where yeah. they what's, show- what's the verdict? Well, this is so. I was watching the conference and they started off with GTA at what conference, whatever you would call it, video um, reveal event for the PlayStation Five, and. Started with GTA, which was really weird. This is like a game that's gone now three generations. Mm. It's going to be, yeah. um, and then they went. I think they. I think the first thing they showed was Spider Man Miles yeah, Morales. So. Yeah. I'm like losing my mind, going. I'm so excited for this. So my son awesome. is going to lose his mind. I couldn't wait to tell him. Um, I'm like, yep, that's it. I, I'm done. Like, I will buy this console day one if that game is, you know, there. I'll probably buy it day one anyway, truthfully. But um, <laughs> like to to get a, another Spider Man game, then. There was a, the backpedaling started where they're like, this is not a standalone game. This is just DLC based on um, an expansion. It's like DLC. The Lost Legacy. But no, that's not what they said at first. Yeah, at they first did. they said it's it's not, it's like the original game remastered or yeah, something like along those lines. What's, what's the other word they use? They say remastered or yeah, reimagined or something yeah, like yeah. that, whatever it is. But it sounded like a remaster with extra DLC. Remake, which is, so, yeah. yeah, it was a remaster of it with just extra stages of Miles Morales. And if you've played spider-man the playstation 4 game like that doesn't happen for a while in the game not going to get into too much but like what am i going to have to play through all that again to get to this part and then yeah it was going to be like dlc and that Mm. dlc the city that never sleeps was really great but it was very short it was like a couple of hours at most Mm. and then they backpedaled on that again saying well actually it's more like the lost legacy which is like a 10 hour Experience? I imagine it's going to come in a Spider-Man complete package with all the DLC, and then when you load it up, there'll be two menus, yeah. and, and one pick will be. Well, well, I, I would say three. Yeah, that the the black, well, not black cat. What are they called? The city that never sleeps DLC. Yeah. and this, and I'd be happy with that. Like I don't want to, and I wouldn't really like to have to buy the other things again. But I imagine this will be kind of truth be told. I mean, it's a very pretty point. game, right? And I would happily see it again on PS5. Well, I, I own the game on PS4 and I still haven't got my PS4. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, that was the game. Where I remember when they, the first kind of news about the PlayStation 5 came out, they showed you Spider-Man running on a PlayStation 5 mm. and they yeah. did the comparison with the loading time. This is a game that really will benefit from that. Yeah. This, this generation coming for consoles is where we're absolutely in PC territory now. Like, I mean, Sony and Microsoft are 100% going to make a loss on their consoles. Yep. You know, so uh, PlayStation is going to, sorry, uh, Microsoft is going to rely on things like Game Pass service and things like that and, and just general sales. I'm going to make the money that way, but they're going to take Everyone's a loss. Everyone's going to make their money. They're all going to take a loss because the components that are in these things is like mid to, mid to high tier yeah. PC components, right? Um, you know, and that's amazing value for a lot of people. So being able to see these games go from 4K 30 frames per second to potentially 4K 60 or even 4K 120, yeah, it's it's game changing. Yeah. Like, you know, frames per second is a massive deal. And in a game like um, Spider-Man, which is fluid, yeah, and just the way that you go through that, it'll be just like 
It, 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 play, it plays so well, don't yeah. get me wrong. But I, but the loading, like cutting down on the loading when you're skipping between zones, it had personality though. Like you'd always be on a train I liked and you'd do little things and it was cute. Of, yeah. Sony games specifically have done that very well. God of War did hidden loading screens very yes. well. Naughty Dog are phenomenal at it. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, you're lifting up a log or something, but really it's rendering in the game. It's yeah. very clever. Well, with Final Fantasy Remake, 7 Remake, they are not hiding these loading screens at all in it. It's so... Say yeah, it's really t- no no oh. like it's the it's the shimmying past a bus oh. to get through but uh. it's like so wide i could really walk through here and yeah that, that sort of a lot, a lot of that a lot of that in different areas and it's the repeatedly. longest thousand person bus you've ever seen yeah <laughs> and, um, i'd rather i'd almost it's like the like, snake eater snake eater oh, yeah. is a uh, metal gear solid yeah, yeah. there's a ladder in that game oh really and a song that's a James Bond-esque song. Snake um, eater. It play, we've talked about this ladder before. It's the longest ladder in video games. Everyone talks about it. It wasn't for loading. I think they just did it so you'd listen the song, to the, the song. song. It's like the, the ladder is sick, ridiculous. Oh, the, the song is so but good. But why then? Why with a ladder? Like it's like they could have done so many other... It's so quirky. They don't anyway. want you to concentrate on anything but the song. But um, look... They could have made it cuts. It doesn't matter. Or Sorry. Snake's butt. Oh, you see Snake's butt. Yeah, I'd imagine you would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the reason. Oh man, that sneaking suit! I'll never forget when you showed me Metal Gear Four, Jace, and, and Snake shimmying on the ground yeah. with that sneaking oh, suit on. Yes. That was a bit much. I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I watching? I did play the game, bought it afterwards, and loved it. But that was that's that's etched in my brain, man. I'll I never get that. I got away. like five hours in, and I haven't touched it since. We well, wouldn't have to play the game if you. It was the first five hours <laughs> yes, cutscene. Cut so. That was pretty much it. I think that that's what put me off me. And it was like, I, I walked two steps to the cutscene. It's like, oh, guys want to play. <laughs> can, can I bring it back to the PlayStation event really quickly? Oh, no, I think we need to because the, there's a big discussion that needs to be had here. Yeah. One, like, we know Joe's going to get it day one because he's already well, sold. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'll, if Spider-Man comes out, I'll get it there. I'm yes. just concerned that it's not going to fit inside Joe's entertainment it's, unit. Well, the Xbox is not. The, the Xbox Series X. It lies down. I've, I've prepared my entertainment unit for the lying down sort of phase, but I have to put it in from the back. Yeah. It won't yeah. go from the front. Yeah. Quite literally, the Xbox One X, or Series X, sorry, will not fit sliding into my cabinet. Your cabinet is quite thin. It though. is quite thin. Yeah. If I did what Jace did and took the back out, I'm sure I could. I'll just need to put it standing up beside the TV, which is yeah, that'd be fun. the biggest deal. Just it's like over a foot it. tall. The PlayStation. Yeah. The PlayStation is huge. PlayStation 5. I heard there was a foot tall. It's massive. It is It is the biggest PlayStation console they've ever made. And what do you think of the that's, design? That, that's because in a year or two, they'll just shrink it down and exactly. make it a... Exactly. They know what they're doing. Exactly. What do you think of it, though? What do you guys think of the, the router S yeah. kind of... The What's it called? What am I trying to say? The collar. The, the, the one that I've seen is people get their routers and then they get a binder, a white binder folder, <laughs> and just slide it in. Around the like, router. I've already got a bed, yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you notice though? I only saw it afterwards that the actual console has and the controller has all little the PlayStation symbols etched into it. Oh, really? I'm it's sure really there's cool. a lot of fantastic detail. Here's mm. the problem: most people don't live on a space station. Yes. Yes. And it is like uh, we seem to be moving more towards um, not obscure isn't the right word, but just. Minimalist, minimalist devices that Functional. blend in. The blending is exactly right. And I mean, you know, everyone makes fun of, you know, the Xbox look like a VCR and you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But like most appliances are just black. It's the way that they are. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you can't have a white console or you can't have a Gears of War console. I was going to say something. I'll, say, I'll come back to it. Keep it going. Um, or a red console or whatever. You can't, it's accents are fine, but this thing just looks like something from the future. Yeah. And that's probably what they were going for. You know, the future of gaming, blah, blah, blah. But I just... 
this sounds elitist or something. I would be embarrassed to have it in my entertainment unit. Okay. Yeah. I, look, I've got to say, I've now moved my Xbox to my to the to the other another oh, room really? of the house, and I've got the PlayStation where the Xbox, the Gears of War Xbox it used what? to be, and the Gears of War Xbox is like grey and, and white and kind of bluey tinge to yep. it. I don't notice the PlayStation; it just disappears, and I much prefer it. I much okay. prefer just having it nothing there, like. I'm happier with that. And I agree. Think, looking at the PlayStation, I would rather have a black version of it or a really dark blue or something that just disappears into my under my TV. Because the way mine's set up is it's right underneath there. I I'm like actually quite happy with the two extremes that Microsoft and Sony have gone. I, I, I like... I, I, I have a moment of reflection here. I regret what I said. To say that I would be embarrassed is another thing. Like I'm somebody who spends time doing cable management, yes. but it genuinely does not matter. Like, it's just about having something oh, that works. And I functional. love the cable management. Oh, do you? Oh, thank God. Well, no, it matters. It matters, it matters, it matters so much. It, it's the most it important so thing that you don't like my what, what have we got over here? We've got, we've got my beautiful. Xbox One. You've got the the unit that comes with the TV and you've got a switch there, right? Yeah. And every now and then I have my white Xbox One S out here as well. And it's at least it's one color. It's not... But I don't know. I would... I just... I, I like the look of the Xbox. Mm. Jace, your display is so good. It looks like you're, you're about to sell your house. It's like one of those pretend <laughs> displays where they have like consoles oh. without the cables at the back there. It's <laughs> very it impressive. But no, look, I, I actually... I think the design is interesting and I've seen it lying down and it, I think it... I don't know. It kind of like... looks like it's kind of sitting off the ground the way that they've designed the, the base on it. But it is really, really big. And it's going to be this really big white thing. And I don't know, I, I would rather a black version of it. I've seen mock-ups of, they're saying it's going to be very customizable. And okay. some of the mock-ups for it are amazing. But I, if I get it day one, I'm getting a white one. So The I'm, thing is, it could be a marketing strategy, right? Because they could release the white and black. And there are people out there yeah. who are like, I need to have a fully black console. Yep. And then six months, a year. I know, that's what I'm worried about. Slim model. The, yeah. No, the slim will come very late in the cycle. It, oh. I reckon it will come like a couple of years in. Because it was a five-year cycle at the moment. Yeah, yeah, but the slim for the... They like pumping out the slims because then people buy them again and they revise it a third time. I mean, Xbox revised what we've had... Well, the 360 went through, what was it, four revisions? Something Three like that, revisions? yeah. I, so, I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox do little revisions to the Series X and keep that going like a like an Apple, like a phone Series kind of y. product. They're just But, but not Z. do a whole new... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see in five years... Uh, PlayStation 6, yeah. but I think I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox just are continuing on their kind of I, I, path of everything works for everything and it's not the next Xbox, it's the next version of the same Xbox. Yeah. This, so is, this is my prediction for Microsoft. My prediction is that this is the last, one of the last generations that we're going to have, generations about five to seven years, yep. Yep, of consoles that are consoles. It's just going to be something where you buy this component and then you upgrade, but it may they make it very easy, like Apple yeah. did with their twenty thousand. Or like Google tried to do with their Google with Stadia. Twenty thousand dollar one. Uh, you know the ridiculous, the Mac Pro? The, the the big one, the yeah, one that looks like the a Mac cheeseburger. Pro. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that's genius about that is that internally, the way that you swap out components inside that machine is next level. It oh, blows it my mind how they did it, because it's not hard to build a PC, but it can be intimidating, right? Yeah. But they just like swap this out, put that in, whatever. Yeah. There's this costs you know X amount of dollars, but you're paying for that look and that feel and the airflow and the everything, right? And I think that that's what's going to happen with consoles. But I think Microsoft, I mean, the Xbox already runs Windows 10. It's just Windows 10 with a skin over it. Yeah. They're just going to move into with the whole Game Pass Ultimate and everything like that into this um, essentially a Surface product. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and it's no longer a console. Then it was, but it they tried to do that with, with the Xbox um, One right now, early yeah. on with the whole TV part. Yeah. And they just tried it too early and it's bombed. But we're getting to the point where home automation is becoming a big thing. Yeah. Eventually, they'll add in one little element of home automation that seems to make sense with the game console. And before you know it, you're using it for that and then something else. And then yeah. you're right. It becomes the PC that you buy that's just hooked up to your TV. But I, I could also see Microsoft going we are able to let you play the latest Halo game without buying a console from us, full stop, oh, without buying yeah, a PC. Use your existing iPhone, tablet, whatever. Well, Samsung have a partnership with them already. We're going to start seeing a Game Pass. It's not Game Pass streaming service. It's um, OneCloud, what's it called? Mm. XCloud. XCloud. XCloud is an app. And you just cycle across X clouds there. But can you imagine, like, Game Pass, we've said it a million times, yeah. already, best deal in gaming, really, yeah. hands oh, down. Once that becomes you know, mainstream away from the consoles. And it will. It's going to with with xCloud. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big game changer for yeah. them. And they'll still sell the console for people like us and people who want that ease of, yeah. you know, access and whatnot. Not even ease of access, but, you know, that really extreme hardcore kind of audience yeah. Yeah. with the online stores and all that sort of thing, whatever it might be. They'll, they'll, they'll hook us some way, but I can see Microsoft moving away from it. I think PlayStation, you're right, like this new console, they're, they're going to do revisions of it. They're yeah. going to, you know, in... in I hope that I hope that the, the things about the customization of it, whether it's you take the kind of big sale parts off it off, yep. add your own things like the face plates. That's yeah. that sounds sounds like it'll be really expensive, but they might do the Xbox controller option where you can go online and customize it, and they'll ship you out a fully unique controller for you. People, really people want to have that, that unique. Yeah. I mean, Sony are absolutely going to move, I think, in the same direction as Microsoft in terms of the customize customizability in terms of aesthetics, yep. but also internals. Yeah, and that will just leave a company like Nintendo. So I reckon we're going to see a headline in seven, eight years, something like that, where it's just like you know, it's so refreshing for Nintendo to come back with like good old console days, where yeah. it's just a console. There's something so simple and easy about it, you know. And that's exactly. Nintendo. That's They've exactly got that. It. That's their market. They yeah. got that lockdown. That's clever. But it's a good direction, I think, in general, and it's amazing value for everybody yeah. to yeah. have to have these consoles at this this price point, where everybody can have. 4K gaming, you know, if, the, yeah. if that's the TV that you've got or whatever, in their home for not thousands of dollars. Yeah, you know, the the the, the best car that you can get on the market, the 1080 Ti alone, is almost sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks, and that's just the graphics card. Yeah. Beautiful games look amazing on it, but yeah, that's, that's, that's how many people. That's almost like three consoles, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I think the, the the event itself, it was really nice to see. Like after the latest um, Xbox event, which was, you know, of course, and with everything going on in the world, it was very presented very low budget like. This yeah. was more like the E3 kind of standard. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it a lot. I didn't, there was some, a lot of spooky games there again. We, we did the spooky. Well, I want to talk about that actually. Xbox I thing. And I love lo- it. Lots of spooky things here too, I thought as well. That's a big push. Well, I, I watched a 22 minute version of the uh the conference so i didn't get all the production value in between i just got the the videos which were really high quality anyway yeah but it's such a dark aesthetic the whole way through i'm just sitting there going oh i don't know if this is a bit too dark for me i i think that's what pushed me away from it like spider-man had me going oh i think i need one and then the rest of the the videos was like wow everything's really dark or has a really horrible can we can we talk about the best game in the real world yeah go for it bug snacks Snacks was the only other bright... Are you guys kidding? That game is going to give me nightmares. I'm so excited for Bugsnax. <laughs> Gross! Explain it, Jace. I thought it was 
It, it, I, I couldn't watch it. It was so disgusting. So an to me. otter, an Australian otter in a bilby, appears on the screen. Yeah. And she explains that people are living in a world where um, food or people are turning into or insects are turning into food. That was disgusting. Well, you the, have the to, food. The food were like sentient, but then you ate them and they so became part of So I was terrified of, of seeing a spider, as you would know. But it's like a. It was like a fries, like McDonald's chips, and then the legs. Yeah, but it's, but, it's cartoony. But, but they ate yeah. something and like their hands became like like strawberries. And I'm like, that is that is. I Wait, why does that bother you? It that was really so cute. Strawberries, strawberries, strawberries. It was gross. Bug snacks, man. I, I was, I was. People are going to lose their mind. Funnily enough, just like our seeing position, I was right in between the two of you on that one. Part of me is like, this is really cute and adorable. And, wow, that's gross. I don't think I'd want strawberries in my arms. Oh my god. No, the way it popped, it was just like warts coming. Out. Oh, it's making me sick thinking about it. Yeah. Well, so wow. <laughs> I, kind of a, it looks like a kid's game. I like, was I so know. in the middle with between you two. Oh, wow, man. weird. They got me in the strawberry. Yeah, the other kids' game that that was the big show there was the Ratchet and Clank, um, whatever yeah, it's called. That was yeah. a great name. Days of Future Past or something. Oh, I it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, well, I mean, it was, but it was just like <laughs> I can't yeah. remember. But um, I Rift watched Apart. That, Rift, Rift Apart. Apart. That's a great name. It is a great is name. A name. I watched that trailer the first time, and I'm going to sound like I'm really knocking this game because it looks really fun. But I'm like, this is this is the next gen game. Like this is totally next gen. And then I watch it again with my kids and I'm like, didn't I do this in, in Bioshock Infinite already? Like that sort of... Alternate worlds. Yeah, like I'm not saying it didn't look really impressive, but I've seen online, you know, this, this, so, this is the next right. gen game. So here's the thing. Games are looking better and better, yep. right? And this is a, a great point that we were talking about earlier that I don't know if you've watched it yet. Ghost of Tsunashima. Yeah, Tsunashima, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. So I've, I'm excited for that game and I've always, I maintain on one of the podcasts recently that when Assassin's Creed or Ubisoft start running yep. out of money, they change over to Japan, they get their money back, right? Yep. So this is, this is essentially that game, right? This is that game. And I watched that game and I'm like, man, that's pretty. But it met all of the expectations I had. I'm just like, you know, the wind is beautiful and the thing's flowing and he looks like a ninja, but he looks like a samurai. And then I watched the gameplay and I'm like, this is an old game. Yeah. And mm. there are a lot of games like that. And like I'm not I'm not bragging on Spider Man, but I know how that plays, and yep. I know how Miles Morales is going to play. Yeah, and it's going to be Spider Man with a new skin. Yes, and we and Spider Man has plenty of very cool skins in the yep. Spider Man game, and a couple of new powers that are probably tech based. So I know how that's going to play too. I, games don't for me now. It was once about them looking good, yep. and then I'd forgive them on the gameplay. You've got to give me something fresh and new. I yeah, need to play okay. something different now. It's yeah. where the, the graphics are too good. I think that's why I played. I I had the go for a game these days because it's doing something that's nostalgic, but it's doing it really well with maybe just a few enhancements that make it really fun, or it's giving me something that's completely different. Even if the graphics aren't high end, like. Um, FTL and Into the Breach like the yeah. gameplay in each of those were amazing even though the graphics are, are very retro and that, that's what pushed me down the indie route yeah um, and that's what made me play all those, those collection games we talked about just I needed I needed something a little bit yep. different and that's that's my fault right because not it's not my fault but I'm playing a lot of games I'm probably playing more, yeah. more just as much games as you guys but more than the average person would yeah, definitely. when you consume too much of something you eventually become yeah. sick of it right it's like anything so I've pushed myself to that point but I'm glad that there is salvation somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I've found this this year particularly with games that, for me, it's either story or it's gameplay. Like if the story is amazing, like that, um, a Plague's Tale game, I didn't really enjoy the gameplay, but I really enjoyed the story, and that got me through the game. Final Fantasy is kind of similar. For you. Final Fantasy is kind of similar as well. I, I feel like I the combat is 
fun, but I don't need it to be that long. So I've popped it down to easy and I'm really enjoying the story. It is bonkers, this game. Like I've got through um, a battle kind of underground battle arena sort of part of the game and it, it, the humor is just all over the place in this game. I it's saw so the inconsistent. The Honeybee In video is yeah. awesome and you do this like dancing kind of game Oh, that's why dressed up as a girl, isn't it? It's like, yeah, why would Cloud do this? But he yeah. just he just loves everybody. He's such that, a caring character. That's a very um, Yakuza way of dealing with yes. the situation. Yakuza really leans into the obscure. Um, and and yeah. it seems like Final Fantasy have done that. And they kind of did it in 15, but not at this level. Yeah. Seven's just bonkers. Yeah, but like, if it's not, not a great story, it's got to be incredible gameplay. I keep on going back to... Um, oh my gosh, the name's escaping me. The one where you're the little worms and you go into the person. It's a pixel art oh, game. Legit. No. Oh, this is terrible. Sorry. We played- oh, uh, you're not. You're you're an orb thing. We all play this. The roguelike game. Yes. Oh, oh I forgot the name of it. You play it oh, too. Oh, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Dead, thank you for saving us, John. I keep on going back to that game. I was just for gameplay. <laughs> the gameplay is just. Oh, the gameplay is amazing. Me. I just can't stop playing Dead Cells. Like, I haven't just- played it since I brought the. The DLC. I played it a lot still. Um, I really need to get back into what, it. What are you actually playing though, Jono? It's a good question. Because um, you disappear. You disappear online every now and then and then you yeah, re-emerge. And yeah. I'm wondering what's you been doing during that time. There's a lot of achievement points lately. Yeah, you? that's what I'm... I base what you're doing off like achievement points because uh, they, they're not hidden, my friend. See, this is the problem. I sometimes forget um, what I'm playing because I just get a whole heap of achievement points. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, I went back to Command & Conquer 3. What is that on? Xbox nah. 360. Really? Yeah. Are you literally are you playing like backwards compatible on Xbox One or are yeah, you playing backwards compatible okay. on Xbox One? Nice. Um, there's some achievements I can get from it, but that's not why I wanted to play it. I just wanted to play it because Remastered came out and I can't play it because I haven't got a PC. So um, I had to scratch the H somehow. And you know what? I, and I saw a YouTube video someone talking about how it's that's person's favorite um, Command and Conquer game. So I put it in and went, yeah, this is a really great Command and Conquer game. So I've been having fun with that. But I've been playing a lot of indie stuff, so I tried out um, that totally reliable delivery service and hated it. That's bo- that's not, that's not a good game. It I reminds me of like it. it reminds me of another game, but I just it was Human Four Flat. It reminded me. It of. It was very much like Human Four Flat, but just that was more fun though. Yeah, yeah, it just, sort of sucked all the fun out of it. So I didn't enjoy that. Um, I've also played. I'm sorry, I'm trying to bring up my feet as what I've been playing. You played like moving out a bit as well. Did you get further in that? Uh, I want a couple more levels. Um, I really wanted to play it with them, but she hasn't seemed interested. And actually, I've been chatting to her about the games we play, and we play a lot. Okay, so there's the games we've been playing. I just remembered one. On the Switch, we've both become addicted to Panel Dupon. Now, Panel Dupon, you're going to go, what the hell is Panel Dupon? Patapon? No, no. no. That's not on Switch. It took me ages to find out the English translation of this game. Um, it's the Japanese game that came in the Super Nintendo service oh, yes. online that's a puzzle game that's kind of like Columns or um, Poya Poya. Um, and we became addicted so much so that we keep passing it back and forth between each other trying to beat the other one's score. I'm currently on 18,123 or something and she's frustrated because she can't get past 12, um, which is fantastic. So we're addicted to that. I also bought three games on the Switch... Um, Horizon Chase Turbo is basically... I've got a, that on PlayStation. Ah, it's a modern version of Outrun. Yes, it is. But it plays really well. Mm. It's um, really, really nice. looks good. Um, also, I got Donut County on yeah. Switch because it was six bucks. So good. A lot of charm. Just, ah. Oh, just Explain brilliant. Donut County. That's a fun one. It is the inverse version of Katamari. We love yep. Katamari. So you instead of to put it. rolling everything up into a ball, you're using a giant hole to suck up the whole world. But <laughs> the story of 
of He's the raccoons. Raccoon, right? yeah, yeah, the raccoon that, that owns the, the donut store. Why are raccoons always dodgy? Anyway. And every time someone little... orders a delivery donut, that's when the hole appears and sucks everyone up. Just priceless. Yeah. Um, so and you good. go down to that weird like purgatory place yeah, which is blaming like, It's not my fault, man. 999 <laughs> yeah. meters below ground or whatever it is, or feet. Um, and I also got police stories, which is not a brilliant game. But which one did you get? Really stupid, tough. It's on the Switch as well. That's one of those ones that was on sale for like 50 cents at some stage, right? Uh, I got it for... It's not the, it was like, it was it was 911 Police Stories? No, or? it's just called Police Stories. It's got a really poor story that's done with... It's um, a shame it's in the title, isn't it? With, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> so so the police part. Are yeah. there police in it? Yes. They're halfway there. So. You, you're Is one Jackie cop- Chan in it? No. Okay, not good. No. You play, you play one cop and you've joined, joined your old partner or something in this new precinct, but it's basically busting in and taking down guys it's got an interesting mechanic where you can yell and say you know get get down, get down but half the time they'll turn and shoot you but you literally yell at the switch or you press a button to yell you press a button to yell oh, okay because it's the, the, the same button. that's something that the dreamcast would have done with their oh. microphone like good down or like there's something oh that was um sorry rainbow six on yes. the three yes. yeah. no one xbox what's no, the first one six. xbox just xbox yes with and, a you mic. Could, and you could say with the yes. mic and you could be like breach and clear on zulu that's and so then you'd be like zulu right. and they'd like bop and yeah, yeah. sorry and then when i used to play halo and, and ali would sit next to me and go Grenade! Grenade! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you could do that one as well. With the connect. That was funny. That was brilliant. Um, oh, that's where I got some achievements from. Sonic Forces was free one weekend. Uh, free play. So I thought, I'll give it a try. Is it worth free, Jono? Say it. Say it. Have you seen Donkey's video on that? No. i got to show it to you after this. And I've got to, I've got to talk so about Sonic Forces, but go on. So it's... <laughs> It's by no means a brilliant game. <laughs> it wasn't on, um, worth I just want to watch him redeem no, this game. I want to see okay, it. so the, rede- the redemption for me, no. It's, it's, not, it's not a great game. I'm not going to ever go back to it. Um, I was intrigued by the story, but yeah, it was shit. <laughs> I'll say Wait, that. you finished this game? No. Okay. No, 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 not in that time. Although I was getting pretty far, let's be honest. Um, no, but the achievements just kept rolling through. So I was like, all right, I'll keep going for a while. Because um, it was... It was pretty quick. Like the levels, you get through a level pretty quickly. So I didn't mind. Isn't, isn't that Sonic's mechanic? You just pull to the right and jump and you end at the stage. Pretty I'm easily. not starting that with you. So <laughs> <laughs> You can tell where my allegiances lie with Sonic. Uh, yeah. no, I, I love Sonic, but there has not been a good modern Sonic game besides Mania. And for some reason, Sonic Mania, I can't, I just can't get into it at the moment. I'll get into it eventually. Um, my, uh, a friend of mine, his kid really liked playing Sonic Forces. And so he thought, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and buy this. And me and my boss, Roy, were like, do not buy this game. Like, your kid might think that it's good, but I promise you it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. And he's just like, no, nah. he goes, I watched it. It looked pretty good. And I'm like, man, so I showed him the donkey video. And he's like, well, what's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. And so we bought it. He bought it for 60 bucks on Steam. And I'm like, oh. It was in a and it, deal. It doesn't matter. And then Roy already owned it because he owns all the Steam games. And he loaded it up and we all sat there on his like laptop playing Sonic Forces. And like, I just basically, I did, I just ran forwards and then every now and then you'd miss a jump and die. Yeah. And you'd have to start again. But I spent a good amount of time with the character creation screen. Yes. Yes. I did. I was getting my, my rabbit looking all military like. It was great. Yeah. Can you just go back to that beautiful comment of Roy owns all the Steam games? He does. <laughs> just all of them. Just like the, the thousands of Steam so games. So Roy, this, the game that Roy plays is Get All the Steam all Games. The Steam. And he did this for years <laughs> without ever owning a PC. He only got a PC this year. Three weeks ago. Really? Three, Three weeks ago. And he never, he never had a PC before then. He just got the games 
And then, like, he had, like, laptops and stuff lying around, but they couldn't run the games that he got. He's got, like, almost a thousand games. Can I, can I tell you something funny? Yeah. I have, like, all the Sonic games on Steam as well. Yeah. Because they, they were in humble bundles. And, uh, yeah, they give them away. Yeah, yeah. I'll just basically get them there. But the one Sonic game that I really do love, which I've never told you guys about, was it called Sonic Spinball or Pinball? Yeah, Spinball. Pinball one. Spinball. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah, that was a great game. That was a good game. Yeah, that was good. You, just hit, you get to hit Sonic the whole time. It's really fun. But he deserves <laughs> Sonic yeah. saved Sega, man. Like Sonic that movie, Sonic Sega. movie Sonic. saved Sega. Yeah, I wouldn't say it saved Sega exactly. No, but, but it definitely like, brought some money, money into the coffers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the sequel. Yeah, I'll say that. I it's definitely know. better than Mario Bros. movie. Oh, by far. Yeah, but then, hard. <laughs> yeah, was it was it a great movie? Wasn't either. as good as Double Dragon. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and then I've brought a lot of retro games lately. So I actually took a photo for you guys. I can't show the crowd, but I can at least... It's um, just Jono buried under games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally is. So this is... Well, Jason, you can describe the, it. Go these are Jason. the games that... Oh, I'm going to tell you whether or not I've played these. No, I'm not. I'll tell you. All right, so on top here, we have a PSP. Yeah, it is a PSP. You bought a PSP that, or no. you, it's your it's PSP? It's just sitting on there because it's under it. It weighs down the games. Crazy Taxi Fair Wars. So I'll talk about that in a minute. Soul Calibur Broken Destiny. Fantasy Zone on the Sega Master System. The original Ninja Gaiden, which I do need to briefly talk about, yeah. on the Master System. I've got a story for that too. Soul Calibur V, Star Trek Shattered Universe, yeah, it's not good. Sonic Mega Collection Plus on the Xbox, Midway Arcade Treasures on the Xbox, Metroid Other M on the Wii, Soul Calibur VI, yep. Emmett, kill me if I got that wrong. Um, Crisis oh, five, Zone. I think. Is oh, it? no, is it six? What's IV? That's six. Six. Yeah, it's six. Sorry, six. six. Yeah, sorry. Crisis Zone. No, IV is four. VI is six. VI is six. Yeah, because six is the latest one on the Xbox One, which is how I end up with all the other. It's a Soul Calibur game. Yeah. Um, Crisis Zone on PlayStation Two, which I'm assuming is Time Crisis. Yeah. Yep. Um, Micro Machines '96 Turbo Tournament. Yeah. Micro Machines Two Turbo Tournament. Yeah. Micro Machines. Just Micro Machines. Yeah! Um, Rampage on the Sega Master System. Nice, John. And Micro Machines Military, which I've never heard of on, I'm going to guess, the Mega Drive? Yeah. So let's talk through them really quickly. If you guys are up for it. Go yeah. for it. Okay, so um, all the Soul Calibers. So Broken Destiny was on the PSP and uh, 5 and 4 on the 360 were because I bought Soul Calibur on the Xbox One and it was on sale with like all the DLC for the first season but not the second season have you put them all in have you played all of them since no, I, like Soul Calibur. I love Soul Calibur do they it all is... start with that a tale of two souls that's those games right it is that it is those games I, yeah it does actually still say that yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I remember that that's good yeah okay. um, I, so Soul Calibur that's was, what I remember about Soul Calibur was no. one of my yeah well, okay it was one of my first two games on my Dreamcast yeah so I have these great memories of getting yep. Soul Calibur which was arcade perfect on oh, the yeah, Dreamcast and Sonic Adventure, which we won't talk about. Um, <laughs> you don't like Sonic, Sonic Adventure? Sonic. No, it was it was all right, but in in hindsight, I can't you play. Should it. see Jace right now. He's he looks very unhappy. Sonic Adventure was the I I played a lot of Fantasy Star Online, but I, Sonic Adventure, Adventure was, was the best Dreamcast. Game. Oh no no, it was it was fantastic for its time, but I found in playing it again later, it just doesn't. It's not. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It is no Sonic man. Forces, that's for sure. I don't have Sonic Vision. It's just a good game. There aren't that many good Sonic games. No, there aren't. <laughs> no, no, the, the adventure games are, are nice. They're not the most fun, but they're not the worst either. Um, so yeah, I got the Soul Calibur games. Nice. Because I felt the need and went, all right, let's just complete the whole series. I haven't got three. It was a PS2 exclusive and there's no PS2 in the house, so I couldn't be bothered. Um, Fantasy Zone, because I used to own it on the Master System until my brother gave away all our Master System games. 
And I really want two, but I found a way to get that. And I'll talk about that in another week or two when my eBay found purchase arrives. Way to get. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ninja Gaiden, I on the Master System, I remember buying from the Virgin Megastore in Pitt Street Mall as a kid when it was a new release. Oh, wow. It cost me $69 that time. Guess how much it cost me this time? 79 69 89 Can I briefly, very quickly talk about Ninja Gaiden? Yeah. I've got a friend named Jason who just plays fighting games. Yes. And he focuses on one game, he just plays it a lot. But he yes. loves classics. I brought in my other Xbox into work because it's a little bit quiet at the moment and we can get away with it. And I've got Game Pass there. Now, all of these guys are hardcore PlayStation players. Roy and the two Jasons that I work with, yep. besides myself, they're all hardcore PlayStation players. I've been pushing Game Pass hard on everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's best deal in gaming. You've got to get it. And they, the, the big problem they Microsoft have... Microsoft pays the same. The, the, the big problem that they have with the Xbox is the controller. They think it's ridiculous, the, the, the analog stick placement. So much I, better. And I think that oh, the PlayStation so controller is, is not as good. You are correct. Um, thank you. Um, so anyway... I've been trying to sell it to him. So um, I got Jason, one of the Jasons in um, with No Man's Sky. Black? No, with No, oh, no Man's yeah, Sky. Okay. <laughs> um, Roy got into it because he just couldn't, he just knew it was a good deal and it frustrated him. He even bought an Xbox controller and then he gave it back to me. He's like, I can't do this. And now he owns a $350 Razer Raiju, which is that. like my controller, but $100 yeah. more expensive. And um, <laughs> not as good. And... Oh, um, and, and so now he plays on Xbox Game Pass and I've mentioned this before and it drives him nuts because I message him on the service. So I've got all my friends there. Today I get a phone call. Yeah. And I thought it was because I wasn't, I wasn't in the office today. Today I get a phone call and I thought something was going on at wrong work. I thought I'd have to go in. And he was just like, he goes, how do I play Ninja Gaiden? This was, this was Jason calling me. And I'm like, I said, on the Xbox. He's like, you told me it was on Game Pass. I said, Game Pass for Xbox. Yeah, not, not for PC. PC. <laughs> I'm like, I told you this. He's just like, it's the same thing. I'm like, it's not the same thing. Yeah. You've got to read. You don't listen, man. And he's just like, he goes, how do I play it? And I'm just like, get an Xbox. He's like, oh, he goes, I'm going to get an Xbox for this game. Oh. He goes, but I found out that it's on the 360. I'm like, yep. Yeah. He goes, can I get it there? I'm like, not via Game Pass. You yeah. have to find the game, which is probably expensive, right? And it's got, there's Ninja Gaiden 2 and 3 yeah. on Game Pass service. So he just basically was just like confused about how to get this game. Like you're going to buy a console for one video game. And people have done it before. Oh, yeah. It's fair yeah, enough. I've, I've, yeah, totally. But then I get a message later on the day. He goes, I bought an Xbox One S digital edition just for this game. So he subscribed to the Game Pass wow. service and bought an entire console to play Ninja Gaiden 2 specifically. You know what though? It's it, Ninja Gaiden Black, isn't it? Uh, that was on Game Pass? I'll look it up. I'll there's, check. A, there's, a, there's two of them on there, I think. See, that's a Maybe. really good point. Oh, yeah, two. Like yeah, Jason, possibly. Jason is very a savvy guy, very tech savvy, and the fact that that is confusing for him about the Game Pass PC and Game Pass console, the second they move away from all of that and it's just a unified platform, will be much better for Absolutely. the service. I also think he saved money by buying a brand new console. He could have bought an Xbox 360 for 80 bucks used, yeah, and then he would have paid another 70 odd dollars. But I reckon he's no, going to play. No, he could have, on eBay, he could have got Ninja Garden Black for uh, $12 free. Let's hope he doesn't listen to this. But anyway. now he's got an Xbox Sad Edition, so that's awesome. What's <laughs> the Sad Edition? Xbox, Xbox S. Um, S All Digital, digital. Oh, Edition. Sad. Sad. I would it's actually give edition. up. I just want the All Digital Edition. I think it's sleek. Anyway, yeah. you got Ninja Garden. Um, okay, which Garden. So, yeah, owned it in the past. Really glad to have it again. My God, the Ninja Garden games are hard. It's such a good game. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know what? Best. So, so Have you I'm seen thinking. two, by the way, on an Xbox One? No, I haven't yet. I've got to download it. Um, it is a beautiful... I don't know if it looked good before, 
but it looks mind-blowingly good now. Okay, I'll download it. Yeah. Um, I, I had a Star Trek kick, so I bought Star Trek Legacy on 360 a couple of months ago, finished it. It's scratched each. I thought I'd try Shadow Universe because it's set back in the movies uh, from the original series with basically them going to the Mirror Universe and George Takei reprises his role as Sulu on the on the sorry on the Excelsior and the whole game is from that point of view but you're flying fighters for some weird reason in that universe anyway and the bad guy is Chekhov flying the Enterprise who knows but Kirk is obviously they couldn't get the right I thought Chekhov was a good dude in the Mirror Universe he's evil as they come the like mirror, mirror Universe is that what it's called the Mirror Universe cool. the Mirror Universe in Star Trek Bizarre if you've never watched it is you know a transporter accident happens they go to a it looks like their universe, but it's not. Everyone has goatees and are evil, and essentially this is... That must be where Futurama got the evil bender from. Yes, it, it is totally the reason. Oh, there, there you go. go. There you go. That's cool. So, it, it, you know what? From a voice acting point of view, it's fun. The gameplay ain't great. Um, but I wanted to try it, and it was, again, 15 bucks. Um, the Sonic Mega Collection I got because... Is it the Mega Collection? Well, there's a PS2 one I got as well at the same time. Um, was because... There's some Game Gear games for Tales in them that I really have never played and wanted to just try out. So, yeah. Uh, Crisis Zone is for me and Joe to play one day. Um, yes. It's... You guys were Ghost, Ghost Squad buddies, weren't you? Yeah. Well, we played a lot of light gun games yeah. over the years, actually. Resident so, Evil 1, what was that one? That was really good uh, too. Umbrella Chronicles. I can't remember the name. And, um, yeah, a lot of Are Ghost Squad. Are you playing squad. with controls or actual guns? Guns. Yeah. Well, you have guns for this? I've got guns for this. You just put the Wii Wiimote. Play. You put the Wiimote into the... Well, so this was the Wii, but this is for the PS2. Oh. I've got two blue Joy-Cons. Yes, you do. Yeah, we cool. have done that. So I've got a lot of... I've got Time Crisis 3 on... No, 2 on the PlayStation 2. And this was the other Time Crisis game. I've got Vampire Knights. I PlayStation 2. I do. It's just in storage at mum oh, and dad's. Right. And along, but now you got a game. along with my CRT TV so we can actually use the guns. So, I mean, I got it because I wanted there to... There are adapters you can buy now that fix that, right? No. I swear there's stuff online that fixes that. There, there are guns for the PS3 that work on CRT TVs because they've got a sensor in front, like the Wii. Right. But I don't think there's adapted... Or not that I've heard of. Maybe there is. Okay. Um, I've still got a spare CRT too, Johnny. Cool. Good, yes. I'm never getting rid of it. No, neither am I. Just for these I'm hoping it still chase. works. Just actually, for these reasons. Actually, just go back, mate. It's all about moving forward. I don't know. Actually, it was... Light gun games. That's it. Mid last year, I found a copy of Virtua Cop Elite for the PS2, Ooh. which is one and two. Um, and then I was over at my parents' place and my sister was there with her um, you know, toddler. Em's playing with him. And me and my sister go down in my room, set up the TV, and then just start yelling at each other as we're killing everything in sight, including all the civilians in the game. <laughs> it was hilarious as we're trying to outdo each other in score. And my, my nephew, two years old, comes up to the window looking at mummy and Uncle Johnny just swearing at each other, going, what's going on? <laughs> it was hilarious. So much fun. And last but not least, oh no, the last two things I was going to talk about was uh, Rampage, because Jason and I were talking about Rampage. Um, we were World Tour, which is actually what caused me to get Midway Arcade Treasures so I could play World Tour. So I played Rampage on Master System and Xbox. And then the Micro Machine games you see there, of the four that you read out, I already owned three of them. <laughs> but I wanted the fourth one and it was in a bundle and I thought I can sell the other three eventually or do something with them. So um, Micro Machines Military is the one that I wanted to get. Nice. It, it came out right towards the end of the Mega Drive's life cycle and so that's why there's not a lot of copies out there. So it's a bit hard to come by, but it was in good nick, so I got it. Very cool. It's definitely not the best of the bunch, but... Micro Machines, those games are... Oh, they're all great, but the 
the other ones were a little bit better than the military. Military, most almost everything shoots yep. in the game, so you can shoot your opponents in front of you. Um, and there's a few more fighter jets and stuff like that. So, can we talk about No Man's Sky? We can talk about No Man's Sky. We oh. need to talk about No Man's we Sky. We have to talk about Jace, No Man's Sky. Jace, you've been living No Man's Sky for the last little while, right? I have. So I come and visit every so often. <laughs> he does. John does Literally come and visit. And then and I, give him, I give him money and hope he stays. Um, and I do for an hour or two. And then, yeah, I have to go. And then he has to go. Um, no Man's Sky had a rough start. It had a good start, what? actually, way back when, in, in the early actually, days. Actually, let me, before you go any further... I, if we go back into our podcast and I'm going to find this and, and play it in maybe the next episode I think I said to the two of you No Man's Sky looks interesting I'd like to play it and you both went poo poo but, <laughs> but it kind of was when it started this is like the comeback king this game it, I, it, 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 on top of that I said that when it was on the PS4 and I thought this might get me into the PS4 and you've both gone no don't be ridiculous I was excited for it at the beginning at the very very beginning before they flew too close to the sun then Sony was just like turn your A game into a triple A game yep. so when and it then the guy grew a beard and aged 25 years Sean whatever his name Sean Murray Sean Murray that's right so but then when it got ported to the, not poor. To the Xbox the time, One oh, poor dude yeah sorry when it ported to the Xbox Mental. One and I said to you hey you know, lots of enhancements. What do you, what do you want? What do you, want to play you want me to say, are you right? You want yes, me to say that? Yes, that's right. You weren't right then. You're right now. It's not, not the same thing. You, you, were, you were actually... You were wrong then. I don't, right. I don't Jason's care. Jason's right now. I don't care. This game is... <laughs> this game is in my top 10 games of all time. Oh. Whoa. I didn't expect that. It is... I should have from the hours you played. It is... <laughs> I, I don't know... I didn't know I had the amount of time that I had to put into this. It came out on a Friday. I was excited to give it a go. came out I on played, Game Pass. On, on Game Pass yeah. on a Friday. Whichever yeah. Friday that was. They're all uh, the same now. What is it? Three days ago, Jason. Much like my ship warps... Six months ago. <laughs> much like my ship warps through space, time has warped for me. And um, it is an incredible game. I played it when it first came out very briefly on PC. I went bzz, bzz, with a laser. I was like, yeah. nah, shut down, gone didn't touch it ever again the game started the same way but I saw through various videos and stuff like that that there was a lot that had changed yeah. and I thought you know what I'm going to get past the grindy element of it because the last thing I want to do is go around zapping trees for five hours that's why I was the one putting me out <laughs> and then so I left that first planet and then suddenly I got immersed in it I got immersed in the colour and the vibrancy and the world and the the little stories that are going on the exploration and it felt good yeah. and you know what it's probably like baby's first star citizen but I don't want to control every thruster and every yeah. landing bit and this and that. I want something that's quick and easy and accessible. The fact that when I land on a planet, it gives me the same level of excitement and uh, the same level of sort of exploration. The excitement came from that from Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ah. But every world is like, they're not all that different from one another. But no. I just get excited to land on these worlds and see wacky monsters. Like... I played Spore a very long time ago and the yeah. monsters in that were It cool. does feel a bit and like... And all the monsters yeah. are very Spore-like. Yeah. There's a little dude on my planet who's like a little small guy with an owl head that runs around. Yes. I think he's adorable. And he's not anywhere else. I haven't seen him anywhere else. But just the scope of it. It's a very cleverly made game, the, the kind of procedurally generated element to it. It's, Ab it's phenomenal. Like, I mean, all the star sort of stations look the same, but the way that yeah. you collect ships isn't... You can't, there isn't this one amazing great ship... It's all about personal preference. Yeah. And you could get a junker and upgrade it to top tier mm. if you really wanted to. But everyone has their own fun. And, you know, my friend Brennan has gotten into it as well. And he's all about base building. He's enjoying that. Whereas I just went nuts and started doing trades and started oh. making money and started trying to sort of min-max my way. And, you know, I've moved on to another galaxy now. And I'm like... I felt rich at, at 800,000. 
Then Jace gave me a whole heap of stuff and I felt rich at six million. And then I saw how much he had today. It's almost at a billion, Jace, yeah. whatever the yeah. currency is called in this game. I don't, know what I don't feel rich at all. Units or something. Units. If you units. used your powers in this game in real life, you probably could get that, you know, much money in real life. You, the way you were describing the systems Versus, and how you were um, like manipulating the stock market or whatever it is. It's not that complicated, I promise it, you. It, it was it, very it, impressive to, to small-minded me, okay? I was like, this is... I don't know what you guys are talking about. I love that Jace, of the three of us, Jace is by far the least interested in space things. Yeah, and space sucks. You are like the spaceman now. I love space. You're like all about space. I love space. You told us about the Halo announcement thing space. today. Because <gasps> you're the spaceman now. We will come back to the Halo announcement because I'm sure there's still... But Tell us, spaceman. But before you do go on, spaceman, your point to... If, if he was making that much money in real life... We would have an Avengers-esque tower that would be called VP Tower, and you know we would be living large. I don't know if I would spend my money on a tower. Actually, I probably would. That's something frivolous I would spend money on. What's in the tower? Oh, Just it has, us. It has, and a big arcade. <laughs> no, and I'd have to have a landing pad for our VTOL jets that we've been able to... And our CRT TVs with our lightning. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, 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 definitely, yes. yes. Like, what is this place? It's just oh, empty levels all the way no. up to the top penthouse. There'd be like 10 levels of video game <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, archive slash museum. And Michael Fassbender would be our butler. Oh, yes, he would. Yeah. Oh, He's fallen hard times. actually made him this time. For those yeah. of you that haven't listened to Versus Player before... Joe still believes that Jason and I have met Michael Fassbender. I can't, I can't hear Joe now. The premiere of X Men First Class. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, yes. was, that was a, that was a lie that went on for quite a while. That was, that I was thought that was months until you gave it away. We could have kept thought, it going. I thought that he thought it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Um, look, No Man's Sky. It's on Game Pass. I'm sorry. I keep talking about this thing. They're not paying us. Um, it, it just give it another go. Whatever thoughts you had about it before, give it another go. It has. I don't like grindy games. And so to get past that, you have to get past the first 10 hours, isn't it? Almost. I don't know. Or five, no, maybe it's only five, because it's not that far into getting but the you can, first But figure. can't you play this game in explorer mode or something? Sorry, I, yes. There's um, normal, there's survival, there's permadeath. And I have yet to die in this game. At 67 hours, I haven't uh, died yet. I've died three times, but usually because I've put down the controller to do something and got killed in the background. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm conscious all the time of the weather and the weird owl creatures killing me. And um, what was I saying? About the, the Give modes. this a go. Oh, like, like uh, for whatever reason, it's just clicked. And it's, again, not the sort of game that I would normally enjoy. But a lot of people are getting into this and getting excited. And the cool thing about the No Man's Sky community, there's two things going on. There's one called the... There's three things, actually. There's called the No Man's Sky Galactic Hub. And yep. these guys are actually mapping a specific part of the galaxy. What? So people are actually living in this game in a specific part of the galaxy. Because there's five quintillion planets. Yeah. To visit, to visit these on. planets, it would take 4,000 or 5,000 real human years. And that's only if you land on every planet for one second. That's how many there are. So that's because of the load screens as you walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the loading, the loading, you know, whatever. But at least it's you're it warping. looks really cool. It, looks, though. it does it look does very look cool. cool. Yeah. But they've mapped one part of the galaxy. There's another one called um, like the black hole project or something, which oh, yeah. essentially is a way of you map roughly where you are in the galaxy, and it will tell you the most efficient way to get to the center. <laughs> um, and also, just generally, the community online and especially on Reddit are really cool. People go into this this system called the anomaly, which is the multiplayer component of yep. it. And uh, when you come in, everyone has the same starting ship. So you can tell who the new players are. And people are just being very generous and giving 
you know, two or three million to somebody starting out, which is not a drastic amount of money, but enough to really help you. Yeah. And they're just handing out money and seeing people with new ships. They see them standing there. They're like, give them some cash and, and help them get on their way. And, you know, it's... It's just a cool game. And Damn, I'm not- gamers are awesome, man. Like, that's so cool. Like, you're, you're talking about all this kind of, you know, people sharing and doing yeah. all that. Like, with, the, with Animal Crossing, not to move away from this completely, but um, like that whole turnip exchange thing that I got into to yeah. help yeah. pay off my kids' home loans yeah, in the game. The like, if it wasn't for people <laughs> generously saying, just come along, take whatever you want, sell whatever. Like, some people are trying to make money out of it, but... Oh, it's really? a really lovely communities like out yeah. there of gamers trying to be so inclusive, particularly in No Man's Sky, which is a it was a bit of a daunting game. I, I haven't played anywhere near as much as you guys. I've only just started to be able to build the base. Um, playing it on PC, it looks amazing. Jace built me my first base. Did he? Yeah, I built it. Very nice. You can build me a base too, mate. I don't know how to visit you. Now I've got to spend my money on something. <laughs> um, I, I will. I will say though that. Don't feel rushed when you're playing it. Make your own fun. You're yeah. not really competing with anybody. While there is a multiplayer component, it's not competitive multiplayer. And where games like Sea of Thieves, in my opinion, failed, Sea of Thieves is very much a immersive game where you make your own fun, but there isn't enough to do. Yeah. For the creatives who want to build things, that's fine. There's an addictive component to actually just trading stocks and yeah. you know Sounds units like and whatever. <laughs> I, well, I got into it, right? Yeah. But, you know, everyone has finds their own fun with it. And you just all get on a chat. And for the most part, you're not even playing in the same system. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, but it's a really cool gameplay loop of getting in your ship, taking off, getting into the stars, pointing at a planet, flying there in hyperspace, landing on the planet, yeah. getting out. It's a re- Do you know what it is? Fun every it time. It is the digital component of those gachapon machines. Those machines <laughs> where you yes. put a coin in and you twist and you don't know what planet you're going to yeah. get. Yeah. And it's very exciting. Um, I, I highly recommend it. You're enjoying it, John. I am. I never thought I'd hear Jace say to me, because usually this is something I'd talk about. Oh, yeah. He goes, I'm hunting this particular spaceship because it looks really cool. So what? Wait a second. Are you the same Jason that I usually talk to? <laughs> well, it's it's for whatever reason space has captured my imagination. Yep. Like my my big problem with space and space movies is the fact that there's always something that gets pe- a MacGuffin yep. or whatever MacGuffin. that yep. gets people out of these tricky scenarios. Yeah. But I forgot about just the beauty of space, and so now I want to like like I, a lot of my favorite movies are science fiction s. You know, I like yeah. Fifth Element and stuff, but that's sort of a little bit removed from from that spacey element. Yeah. But, you know, movies like Interstellar are fantastic. Like, yeah, but you know shows like The Expanse, which you're watching, John. Yeah, I right just here. I I'm now it's become made me obsessed about a genre. Yeah, it didn't. It could have been about anything, but because it's about space, it's kept me going yeah. as well. I don't know what's going on, man. It's interesting hearing it's you. Just sixty-eight hours and yeah. however long it's been is ridiculous. Yeah, but, but hearing you speak about this game is exactly the same excitement and in, in depth of kind of. The, the way you just your whole mind's been on it as Jono was with um, Subnautica, Subnautica. Yeah. which wasn't that long ago it's no. really it's funny seeing you guys and I'm wondering what game I'm going to fall down the rabbit hole in for hours and hours to yeah. build things and because it's I guess it's my turn next but it's they're not really my genre I gotta say but yeah, um, no, I totally is understand it, is, it, is it The Last of Us? oh that's a different story altogether but okay. um, yeah that's where I'm well, actually before you jump into The Last of Us because this is going to be short and we're talking about space Jace got me again today with something that I completely missed, <laughs> which was the Halo Infinite yes. teaser. I mean, you got to be tapped into the pulse of the... Uh, you just come to the Spaceman. Anytime you need anything, you come to the Spaceman. He'll exactly. give you all the information. His space connections are hooked in. That, yeah, that space, or I have to actually visit IGN more often, because apparently that's nah, where... Just, you know, just ask about me. If you... yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, what was it? No, so you wanted to know what was going on in, in the Infinite, because Jason showed us a little teaser. I do, do want to understand. And the, the teaser, like for anyone who's not a Halo fan, would have left you going, what? 
So it was just a voiceover. It was just like a... Well, the, the voice I'm sitting there thinking, wait a second, is that, a, is that an elite? No. No, no, that's a... Uh, I a, thought it was like the Flood speaking or something. That was they a, speak? It's a brute. They do, right? but okay. it was a brute. Yeah. And I'm going, it's a brute. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to put the, my hand up and admit... I was starting to give up hope on Halo Infinite bringing me back to the fold because let's admit four and five were average. Halo Wars two was like I enjoyed it, but by no means spectacular. I probably enjoyed was one four or five more. average because of the story or because of the gameplay or because the gameplay is pretty similar, right? No, I'd say both. Okay, I don't think it captured the thirty seconds of fun again and again and again. Yeah. It felt a little grindy at times, or the story. I don't know pulled you away from what you really enjoyed about Halo. And the playing the, as Master Chief, particularly in well, the latest one. Well, they did that in two, and you ended up enjoying it. That's so, true. You're like, like, you absolutely know. right, Johnny. Um, so I was starting to not think. I was starting to think that my love affair with Halo was done, and this might have pulled me back. So but it's so obscure. Can I explain how I understand it? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Halo Wars wasn't the most popular game. And no. it's a bit niche. I love it. And it's yeah. not a first-person shooter. It's got it's the Halo not. thing. It got people in. It was good. But it wasn't enough. It's like a, like a spin-off-y type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then they made Halo Wars 2, which I never really expected them to make. I didn't I expect didn't, I didn't think that Halo Wars did that well. I was quite happy. That and then in Halo Wars 2 is a story about these guys called the Marauders. The Banished. The Banished. I don't know why I went Marauders. The Banished. And they've somehow made this part of the main story well, of Halo Infinite? Uh, they're somehow tied into it. Because the Banished have also appeared in comics. And and who, who are possibly they? A novel. Who are the Banished? So... The Banished are a group of former Covenant who are led by a brute who called Atriox who decided that the Covenant were a load of crap and that they need to be more brutal and they just need to fight everything. So he was stripping the Covenant of resources and getting a following that were following him because he was strong and because he knew what was right and because the Prophets had lied to them and the Elites were just using them as cannon fodder and didn't care about them. So I think he has some Elites on his side eventually, but you know. So they're the Covenant Reborn, but a little more brutal and a little more evil. And if you see the videos in Halo Wars 2, they were fantastic for that. They really put forth that idea that these guys were a real threat. Um, And Halo Wars 2, the whole plot was the Spirit of Fire from the first Halo Wars, which is the UNSC ship that disappeared before all of the other events of Halo, suddenly appears at the Ark, which was from Halo 3. that makes the, the, the Halo rings. And they were fighting for who controlled the remnants of the Ark after it was, you know, partially destroyed at the end of Halo 3. And it ends with neither of them have starships that can leave the Ark and the Ark is outside of our known galaxy. And so no one knows this war's going on. The UNSC don't know, the Covenant don't know or what remains of the Covenant. And they come up with a plan to... There was a Halo ring being in production to replace... Um, the very first one we saw again Delta Halo no that's the second one I can't remember what it's called anyway Alpha who cares Halo? no Alpha <laughs> Halo was oh, who knows um, I I, I'm sure another time I'd remember but anyway so there was another Halo ring being produced by the Ark to replace the one that was destroyed by the Master Chief again and so they send their chief scientist I can't remember her name either um, on this ring to go and tell the UNSC see what's going on and get some reinforcements to fight the Banished the ring's traveling through hyperspace. She's on on it. And then suddenly it gets stopped in this credit at the end of Halo Wars 2. And one of the big guardians from Halo 5 is right in front of it, um, stopping it. 
And she's like, oh, what do I do now? So clearly tying Halo Wars 2, which didn't look like it was ever going to tie into the rest of the Halo universe, into the end events of Halo 5. Because everything that's come out of Halo is it, it, part of the universe, right? It's like all the comics, yeah. everything. I really love that about this. Yeah, the canon. Infinite, to me, sounds like the name itself sounds like they're just putting it all together. Yeah. That has that real vibe to it. Maybe there's a bit of, you know, multiverse type stuff going on. I don't know enough about it, but... Well, like, over time I was getting the impression that Infinite sounded like a bit of a soft reboot, almost. Oh, okay. And I was concerned. Well, I, I like the idea because the last couple of games have been good but not great. Um, so I thought Infinite was going to be a, a, maybe a soft reboot or at least... Is it 3, 4, 3 making it? Yeah. Okay. And they did 4 and 5 as well. And it sounded like they were going to you know, maybe drop off some story elements from 4 and 5 that nobody really cared about. And if they disappeared, it wouldn't be the end of the world. You know, you could maybe have one line that would just dismiss it all. And who cares? And just do a soft reboot. But using that as a as a teaser has made me think, oh, this is tying right into the world, but how they do it is going to be really interesting. So I'm, yeah, excited again. Wouldn't it be really cool, though, with a name like Halo Infinite, if this was the last Halo game we got for 10 years and it was just DLC, like, coming, oh, like, yeah. all free? It's, it's, it's basically Modern Warfare. Hope, hopefully, that, but, but Modern Warfare is a new one every year. Well, yes. I mean, literally, like, well, like they Warzone just and the current one it. sounds like it's going to just keep on going forever. Absolutely. I, I think I think it's the same as um, Rainbow Six. Yep. Like, Rainbow Six have done, like, year yeah. two, year three. I think we're going to see a lot yeah. of that. But with story as well and things just coming out. Well, like, like Destiny 2 seems to be going on now. They've got their latest expansion come out. I can't remember what it's called. It just slipped my mind. Oh, it's um, some, I think I had it. light, I think it is. It's always something light, I think, in Destiny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and, um, but the way they're going with that game, like, it's making me want to go back into it as well, but... Man, I, I'm hoping that the next Halo, like as much as the story is going to be great, I want to capture that multiplayer fun that we had. I, I, I briefly got a taste of that. We played one of the Halo games, I'd say six, seven months ago, and I forgot what it was like. I was like, where's the run button and stuff? But yep. I, like, I forgot what that feel was like. Mm. But it felt good. It felt like something I'd missed. Yeah. And it was Halo 2 was such a big part of my life. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to this one. Well, our friendships were all formed on the end of Halo 2, the start of Halo 3. Yeah, yeah basically. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes. So, yeah, excited that, that that could be coming back. But you know what? This has been a really balanced podcast between um, PlayStation and Xbox for once <laughs> yeah. ever. And even with the Switch thrown in and some retro gaming. So, to probably wind down the podcast, Joe. You we'll, want to talk we'll, about we're, this. we're going to tip the scales back to PlayStation. I don't know if it's yeah. going to wind it down. This sounds a pretty brutal game. Like it's yeah. So I've been playing oh, the Last of Us. Maybe it's going to wind down your life. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the Last of Us Part Two. Um, anyone who's listened to the podcast, you guys know. YouTube guys know. Like I am not one for spoilers. I am. You know, like Jace was saying that tomorrow is the cyberpunk um another cyberpunk 20 minute video or something, yeah, and I'm kind of like, I don't need to watch that. I know I'm buying this game. I'm done. Like I'm done with that. Last of Us 2, all I needed to see was a title screen. I'm going to buy it. Next Naughty Dog game. Yeah. Uncharted series, one of my favorite games ever. But I've heard a lot about this controversy about this game. I I would imagine, I'm probably almost about 16 to 18 hours into it, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think when I started playing last night, I was about 16 or 15 and a bit, and I played for about two hours. So there you go. Yeah. Um, from story-wise, I think I'm going towards the end of this game. I can see in terms of the, the brutality of the game like it is a very violent game it's very visceral like it's like the, the, the saying the violence is in your face like literally there are parts where 
the screen is nothing but someone's face and you like shimmying them, stabbing them in the side of the neck. And oh. it's, it's, it's quite full on. And yeah. it's the sound effects, like Ali was making gurgling a cup of tea and, and you know, um, and, and she could just hear the gurgling and she's oh. like, what is going on over there? And then, then she looked over um, and don't look, don't look. <laughs> but it's, like, there's lots of things that are violence for violence sake. This is a very brutal world. Like, if you played the yeah. first Last of Us, it is... It's, I have it at home. I still haven't played it. Well, in that game, you've got the clickers, the, the kind of zombie-like creatures. They probably don't want me to say that, but they're zombie-like creatures. They're not the scary part of the game. It's the people. That's humanity, humans. isn't it? Yeah. yeah like, it's, it's really awful. And, and when you're fighting the clickers and they kill you like in the you know you get a cutscene and then you start the game again like they bite you in the neck and they rip out like uh, it's gross oh. it's really gross but when you're fighting the people and you kill them it, it can be really some of them confronting. as well don't they yes yes and I do you have to kill them no so I, I got to I had a guy last night me? no he just he, he just crawled and, and died uh, but maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised in this game Jono if it does backfire at some stages yeah. it is I've never played, like, in, I was saying to you guys before, like, I think in terms of production value in a game, I imagine, like, Red Dead 2 was so expansive and there was so much to do in that, that game and it was humongous and I've never come across anything like that. I've never played a game that is so polished and so kind of, you know, you can see the money's gone into this game. Yeah. Like, you go into rooms and just the way that everything is uniquely designed. Like and I'm the not... experience, too. The experience from on the Uncharted series. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and it's they've built upon the kind of gameplay mechanics of Uncharted, of The Last of Us, of anything they've done before. And, um, Crash Bandicoot? Crash Bandicoot. Oh, Crash is back, by the way. We never said yeah, that before. Yeah, four, isn't it? Why wasn't that in the PlayStation <laughs> conference anyway? Um, yeah, no, but never played Crash. I'll get, uh, we'll talk about that another time. So, um, no, but this this is like this is next level. Like this game is really next level to yeah. to have the. It's like The Last of Us. When The Last of Us was on the at the end of the life cycle of PlayStation Three, I played that and it was like, wow, this is mm. like the pinnacle of the PlayStation Three. This is definitely the pinnacle of PlayStation Four. Uh, I, I, it's yeah. there's so much about it that I understand people wouldn't like in terms okay, of let's, the I violence. We, we absolutely have to get into that part of it though. And this is heading absolutely into spoiler territory. This part... I, can I finish though? I'm not going to say... That I, the controversy around the story, I do not understand. And I think we should get into it. That's what I want to get into. I think we should get into it. But I think... I've, I know somebody who has said that they their partner is not playing this game because they, they heard about these things in it. I, I just... You've got to experience a story in this game. Like it's like me telling you a story is or describing a movie is very different than you watching a movie. Yeah, exactly. Like if I told you the plot of Into the Spider Verse, you'd think that sounds really stupid, and then you watch it and you're like, and it's "That was amazing. A, that was an amazing movie. Yeah. It was so good." And you can't describe that. Mm. This is very similar. Let's take, say what you want to say. All, all I'm going to say is from this point on until the end, everything is spoilers. So stop now. You don't have to ch- chime back in in two or three minutes. Spoilers, spoilers for the beginning of the for the first. Maybe let's go 10 hours or so. Well, okay. he, here's the thing. Let's let's start it from now. But here's the thing. To spoil me. We're gonna, it's a spoil me. Here's the thing. I don't know what you know, but I have an, kind of an idea of what you know. So I'm kind of almost worried about me spoiling you, despite the fact that I've never played the game. Okay. And However. Neither have I. So you're I'm, spoiling everything. I'm not going <laughs> to delve too. But the, the biggest controversy came around the story component. Yep. And from what I understand. Yeah. God, I hope this doesn't backfire. What I understand is they kill Joel 
early on. Yes. Joel being the main guy. I got the impression that... They, they kill him in a fairly brutal way. Very Every brutal. almost oh, really? walking but, dead, but Negan-esque. Yeah, sort of everything. Nobody, nobody dies in this game. Everyone gets killed they, they in this game. It is, it is brutal. Can you... Can you just? I'm, I, this is such a weird way to spoil it. Can you just please drop one more name of a person you're aware of that might? Just give me a name. Who do you think I'm talking about? I, I don't want to say. I, 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 you I, can't spoil it for me. Okay. Well. It, 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 okay. Say say her name. There's no other. There's a guy who dies later on in the game. That's there what is. I mean. Yes. Another person. Yeah. Okay. This is weird. All right. Yeah. Can, I not, say, can I say? Can I say the name? Are, is, is, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'd rather you didn't. Okay. I'm, I'm towards the end, and there's you can say that. What, what do you know about Abby? I I know is Abby uh, El, is Ellie. So, El, so Ellie Ellie is this is such a weird way of doing this. So Ellie is um, the, the the one of the main characters, yeah. With and she has a couple of chapters at the end of Last of Us, and she's the primary person you play in this. But yes. you also play as somebody else. Yes, and, and I, I, as, I haven't got to the end with her though. So no, I don't no, want no, to no, that's fine. That. But you've played as her. Yes, I've started, you, last night. I got to the end. Right. Of, I got to a part where they con- where um, Ellie confronts Abby, or well, Abby confronts her. That's not what I'm going to talk about. I'm okay. going to talk about what Abby does to Joel. Yes. Okay. That's so early Abby, on. So, so Abby is yeah. the person who kills Joel. Then they isn't not she the one in the relationship with? No, no, Abby's somebody completely different. Oh, so okay. get get who Abby is, right? Okay. At the end of the first Last of Us, Joel. Can I talk about this, right? Yep. This is what Joel goes on a rampage into a hospital yeah. to rescue Ellie. Ellie has like the cure for the virus or something in yeah. it. She's and immune, think, and she's immune. Uh, the only think, way to the only way to get the get it, get it out of her basically is to kill her. Something's in her brain, uh, and it, 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 the, to take it out of her will get yeah, she have to yeah. die. And okay. so Joel's developed his paternal instinct. Yeah, and he wants to protect her yep. so he kills a lot of people see now I actually want to play it to see what happens <laughs> he's, he's basically he's, he's essentially a villain but you're playing it from his perspective yeah. so you don't see him as a villain you see him as he's my guy this is what yeah. I do to protect my daughter and oh when I played it I felt very I like didn't. conflicted I didn't yeah. and so and then you kill this surgeon and he's just a surgeon yeah. I was just like I killed other people wait so when you didn't feel conflicted did you mean that you didn't feel conflicted as in you thought he was the villain and you're happy to play it that way? No, or I didn't you even felt think about it. I was just like, got to get Ellie, man. Yeah, but what about, the right thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, no, no. But what about that scene with, was it named Marlene? The one at the bottom of the lift where, and he just puts the gun to her head. Don't that was that, that was the most, uh, that was for, for all of the last of us, that was the best moment Who's of the Marlene? game. I think it was the girl, the um, the one who, he the, he the connection that he had. And he gets to the bottom of the lift, he's about to get in the car, he's killed everybody. And she's like, what, are you, what have you done? Um, and she's like, just, just, you shouldn't have done that. He points the gun to her and she's like, just let me go. And he goes, you'll only come after her Boy. or only come after her. And he kills her point blank. Okay. Just I, brutal. I don't recall that. What I recall oh, that was is the best moment of the game. I play, I was, so basically he lies to Ellie yeah. and he rescues her and she has no idea that she could have saved people and whatever. Uh-huh. And he just lies to her at the end of the game and it ends. I was just like, this is incredible. Now I was quite young when I played this, but like, I, I looked at it as a level in the game, but I was also like, man, I've got to get Ellie back. Yeah. Like, I haven't felt this strongly in a game except for a game called Heart of Darkness, which was this old PS1 game where you had to save yeah. your dog. Anyway, <laughs> um, like, I was, I was that connected to, to, to that sort of situation. And so now they've, they've flipped it again. Yeah. And you're not, you don't, I assume you don't play as Joel, really. You sort oh, of. Like yeah, I think at the beginning for right. a tiny bit. So, you, so Ellie, Ellie's the main sort yeah. of character, but Abby kills Joel. 
Yep. Right? And that hurts because it's like, Joel, he's my yeah. man. You but play then as, you play as Abby. No, no, you've already played as Abby before that part. Oh. So people, this is what people lost their minds yeah, about. Okay. They don't like this. Yeah. And Abby's, no, nobody knows who she is, but who she was, was the daughter of the surgeon that Joel uh, killed. I'm so glad, but I only just got to that part last night, so I don't want to get the, the game spot That's the me. end of what I was going to okay, say. Okay, cool. Yeah. And... Abby is a, is a really compelling character. So I'm yeah. in a part now where I'm playing as her. So he, my question is, have you started to like Abby? Yeah. Yeah, I think she's... I, I can see that it's kind of like almost this different path that Ellie could have taken yeah. if her or if her life went that way, um, if she was kind of in this other group. Like she's in what was the Fireflies, but now the double, the Wolf, I think the W, Washington Liberation Front, LWLF. Um, and she's she had this life and you get to see this in a cutscene before and you get to play this for a little bit and then Joel took it away from her mm. and then who she is now is completely because of what Joel's done and there's this lots of there's all spoilers we said that see funnily enough all of this has not I mean I know it's all spoiler territory but it's made me want to play it and see actually how it plays out yep. and how I thing, tackle right? it as opposed to make me go oh this is horrible yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I don't yeah. understand yeah. I'm sorry Jace but even you said before you would have played this game before it came out you were like I'm not gonna I wouldn't play it when you I, heard... I don't think he was saying it because of um... of something though so I remember before you said when the, when the spoilers were there in the, in the early... In yeah, the, and you, you, I don't know what... I, I never asked you what it was, but you were like, I wouldn't play. And I'm like, I don't want to know what it was. There's nothing that's going to stop me from playing I, and, this I, and knowing knowing what I know now... But like, was it just that Joel dies is what you were upset no. about? Um, it, it, like, it was... you got to remember that this leak was very limited information, but yeah. everything so far has been true. What it was was that it's been spoiled for me... I couldn't imagine myself wanting to play it. I just I because it's spoiled, not because of what happens in it. Exactly right. Yeah. And just to be clear, like I think that what they've done is awesome. I think it's awesome that a company as big as Naughty Dog, to use the term brave is not really right, but the, the thing of the game seems to be about re- revenge and rage and what sort of what that what that leads to, yeah. what the monsters that it creates. Yeah. We were the monsters all along. But Absolutely. Like, yeah, but, it's a, it's sorry. But 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 very few games, I can't think of many, you guys might be able to, have gone, all right, you're actually playing as the killer of the main guy yeah. from the first game and we're gonna make you like it. Yeah. We're gonna because for me, I, did you when you were playing Joel at the end of Last of Us, you felt gross? No, I didn't feel gross, but I, I felt like I was Playing someone else's story. Yeah, right. Not, not like you know. I, I like for some play. reason felt yeah. like I was Joel, and I was just like, I've yeah. got, to, I've got to say, it's a phenomenal game. Last of Us, the first Last of Us, is phenomenal, and this, from what but, I've played but, so but far, they, is there if too. If they can make you like Abby, but it's not even that I need to like her. I'm just don't. so, I'm just so into this story. Like, yeah. I when I started playing this, I wanted to see the. Ellie's story. I want. That's what I was interested in. I wanted to see um, her find out about what happened. And when Joel died, I was disappointed in a little bit of a way. In that I'm like, oh man, like I wanted to see that confrontation. I wasn't aware, but that happens later on in the game. Like you come to you know flashbacks and things, and yeah. you see that sort of thing. And and exactly what you said, Jono. Knowing all of this, I can't. I don't understand why people are dismissive of it. In, in lots of different ways. For one, Joel is a, is a you know, a, ga- a character we played a, a phenomenal game with, but it's not like he's Nathan Drake that we've done like 
you know, four, almost or five with the Vita game. Yeah. Games with, we've had all this. Nathan, of, Uncharted almost feels like it should be called Nathan Drake and yes. the something something. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is Last of Us, it's about people. It's yeah. not about yeah. one specific. Yeah. And, and he's, he's a very, he's, he, I felt like, you totally understand why he does it. Like the beginning of The Last of Us, it's a very moving scene where his daughter is killed right in front of him. Again, brutal. And then you can see, he just can't let that happen. He can't let... Ellie go and there see, was see and all of that's maybe more interested in wanting to know like what caused this world what happens to these characters and so why so you're more interested knowing what happens and I have the last of us at home Is, are you saying that you're more compelled to play this game knowing what happens yeah that's pretty cool yeah because yeah. there, there's still a lot of questions unanswered and I haven't seen how they got to those those yeah. points so heard, the journey is just as important as that outcome um, that's cool man and also like now I, I want to know what happens with Abby, what happens with Ellie? Do, do they ever resolve the idea that she could save the human race from whatever's going on? Because I don't know enough about... I've heard of the clickers. I've seen either. a picture and they look disgusting. Um, but now I want to know what's all this backstory and how yeah. does the story play out? I know Naughty Dog make amazing games. Yeah, and that's, I the, just, you know. and that's the thing though. Like the idea that, you know, it's it's like someone said about Neil, to Neil Druckmann, Neil Druckmann on Twitter, um, you know, do you have to put your politics into your game or something? More and it's politics. like, it's like, well, yes, I do. Like, but what politics? There, was a, there, were, there were people complaining. Ali told me that she read something online, people saying about Abby that she's got massive arms in this But girl. isn't like she just like a pro and everything? She's amazing at a lot of stuff. She's a but, soldier. But she's become a soldier because of what Joel has done to her. Like, yeah. he's turned her into this. I feel really sad for this character. Like, yeah. she's a very sad character. And so was Joel in the first game. And yeah. so is Tommy, his brother, and so is Abby. And, and, and Ellie, sorry. And it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a sad game. And the, but... Man, the, the way that they tell a story in this game, it's unlike anything else. Yeah. The gameplay is, you know, there's lots of scavenging in it. Like, Ali watches me, you know, she'll read at night. I've, I've only had the game for a week. Um, and I, like I said, I'm hoping to be finished this weekend with it. And I won't play it again probably for years. Mm. Like, I'll want to play it again, maybe on PlayStation 5, uh, when they do it, the inevitable upscaled version. Remastered, but, uh, yeah. remastered. Um, but, like, going around and scavenging makes me... I want to do that because it's part of the immersion of the world. Like this is a very bleak world and yeah. you know, she needs to take, like Ellie needs to take what she can get to survive and she needs to craft and you know, the weapons are fun to use and everything. And when I go into like a, a, a fight scene, the kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you can kind of see, all right, the world's set up. There's going to be, there's going to be some sort of conflict here later on no. or com- coming up. The, the, the sneaking around like getting under cars all that sort of thing you've seen in the trailers it looks before. a little bit Metal Gear-esque it's awesome yeah, yeah there's lots to it and the crafting on the fly is very you know like particularly when they're these new um, infected um, is it bloater or was that in the first one they kind of they, they basically pop and throw like acid that's pretty common in like yeah, games yeah, like a Left 4 Dead sort yeah. of thing that's what I, I think that's where the name's from whatever they're called um, yeah and like them they're really hard to kill and you know, I've, I've set them on fire and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you got to set them on fire and place traps for them, and you know, try to take them out and get back. Mm-hmm. And you know, while I'm bandaging up, it's really tense. And so you always feel like you you feel like you're really in the fight. Yeah, I know? really do. And it's a game that when I play it again, I'll probably play this on the hardest difficulty just to try and really immerse myself. I've in heard the resources and, are pretty scarce. In yeah, the, even I'm playing on just whatever the standard standard difficulty scarce. is. And um, as you know, with a Naughty Dog game, like you said, like, mm. man, these guys are masterful at like getting set pieces out of the game. Like you, I did a stage where I drove a boat and the water mechanics and just, yeah. just the kind of feel and you're going past all this, 
it's, it's a real, really realized world. Like I don't feel like it's behind the corner. It's just like, you know, barren. I felt there's always something there. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah, like I said, like this is, the, this is only the sort of game that can be made at the end of a console generation. What they've got out of it is phenomenal. And the story is really great. It's very bleak, like I said, not for everybody. I think whatever you've heard, like I think we've made it really clear that in our opinion, the complaints about this game are really unjustified. Like it's 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 sad, and yeah. I think it was sad that that happened at all. Like the, the yeah, person who did that, um, like you know, they, they they're a company who get bonuses and things, and that would have affected them. But it's it's selling really well. And oh, it's I mean, rightly it's so. Ten out of ten everywhere. It's but, just that the yeah. but then the on the side. the user the user score is like three. And but it's, but I mean, the Last of Us subreddit all agreed to basically bomb Metacritic. What a shame. And they oh, just really? write nothing in there and give it zero and yeah. without even ever playing the game. It's a shame. Yeah. But like I was saying, like he's not like Joel, like he had his game and now it's kind of like, let's, let's hear, let's hear the other, someone yeah. else's story. And I would play a future last of us that didn't have any of them in them. Yeah. Like you said in Australia, yeah. you know, tell us about what we're doing while the rest of the world is, mm. you know, going on something Absolutely. like that. I think it's on like on a more sort of, Positive note. One thing that I've noticed playing games, I'm a guy. Yep. I'm a guy. You're guys. We're all boys. Okay. We're all boys. We're all men. We are. And a lot of video games, there's men in them. Yes. Right? They're the main sort of trainers. Yeah. And I feel, it, when I play video games, and you don't do this, Joe, but when I play video games, if I create a character, if they, it allows me to create a character, I create them in my likeness. And it's yeah. always a guy. You often will create a female character. Ali. Or, or Ali, right? <laughs> Which I think is really, really cool. But I don't do that. So when I'm playing Uncharted, and I think that Uncharted and Tomb Raider are of a similar caliber, just in a different way. I appreciate that Uncharted is possibly more polished, but the feeling of exploration for whatever reason and Lara Croft entering a, a tomb, even in the early days, yeah. was really, really immersive. But I, I also kind of found myself like a little bit distant I've, i looked at her as a character whereas as nathan drake i almost kind of see him as myself yeah. and that's a gender thing right and it's very rare i think that they do um really strong female leads they've done it they've done it twice oh. in this game and they've a, done it with ellie and Adam. and there's this character um oh my gosh dana dina yeah um who's like ellie's ellie's joel in yeah. this game for a lot okay. of it as well she's an awesome character and then there's you know elements to her story which are incredible and something like like about um this other character jesse's you know he it was very sad what happened last night and i'm looking forward to seeing how she reacts to that as well like the, the all the characters are very well realized and i agree with you like it is important that someone's got a story to tell let them tell their story without having to worry about appeasing fans and whatever oh, they want to do yeah like, with like the new star wars movies like there's a lot of fan Oh, appeasing and then too much on the other side sometimes too like tell yeah. your story that makes sense and this this yeah, yeah. the backlash against Ray as a character I actually think she's a great character I just think the movies are really why and why written. was the backlash against Ray just like what was the reason why wasn't Finn the like all yeah. the kind of pre-marketing everyone wanted this you know guy kind of lightsaber wielding do your and, do your your girls I mean quite young but when they watch like movies and stuff like that like do you feel as though they need like a strong sort of you know what i i think like we watch a lot of um 
like animated things, but in a lot of the Studio Ghibli films have got incredibly strong female yeah. characters and I'm really proud to watch them with the girls yeah. thinking, how awesome is that? Like, that's a really great character. There's one we watched recently called, not The Cat Returns, the other one, the, the, I watched the one cat that's returns, based was, on, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, where the kid, the boy plays violin in it. I can't remember what it's called, but like, yeah, there's lots of great, strong female characters that aren't, it's the, all about them being female. They're just good people and it's mm. just, yeah. I think there's a lot of good media out there like it. But you're right, there isn't a lot, there isn't as much in the video game realm, particularly the uber violence like this is. Yeah. Um, it's just uber violent. Just, and just more realistic people rather than being like a sex symbol. Yes. yes. Exactly. It becomes yeah. more Oh about- man, there's a scene in the game where she takes her shirt off and, and you see her back and just bruised and just battered and it's yeah. it's you know I think they tried to capture that a little bit more in the most recent Tomb Raider games as well that the yes. world is just beating this woman up yeah. and it's yeah. not just about an attitude it's actually just about yeah I, I just I just hope my daughter you know is the same something, something to tell us <laughs> <laughs> player